Play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't, ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. As soon as it drops, we're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where. There's rubble and dust, cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Uh, happy week one in college football as we get started in earnest this weekend. Getting local teams in action. Uh, and uh, congratulations uh, to the returning Jeffrey Wright, who is, uh, of course, the producer of this show. Being out on Jeffrey in the afternoon and is now one week, uh, nearly a week, in six pa- days in. Six days into Correct. parenthood. Uh, Jeffrey, welcome back. Uh, how is it? It is. So what's interesting at this point, because it's obviously you're still kind of like in awe of the sense of right. like, oh, wow, we, we made this. Uh, right. So there, there's still that moment. Um, there's also like a feeling of guilt because my wife is just absolutely like just crushing it. And then you feel like Crushing all you, it. How so? Just effort, everything. Like she's just she's done an amazing job. Now wait a second. So just not to, so so when we last left you, it was Monday night, and you were ready to go into the uh, to Baptist Women's Hospital, Baptist East mm-hmm. is what we like to call it, in the same way we we'll always call it the Liberty Bowl. Um, uh, and so you went in Tuesday morning, C-section. Correct. Right? Correct. And but did there you was, stay north of the border? I did stay north of the border. The problem was. It was we had a scheduled C section on Tuesday. Right. That's what I recall. At about three thirty in the morning. Oh, drama. What happened? Water breaks? My wife my wife is like oh. so defeated. She's like, I I'm sorry, but I I think our my water's broken. Oh and so, no. And so We're good. That's she, good. So she's the kid was ready to come out. I, I don't know if it was Josephine was ready to to hit the ground running or if my wife's body was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like we're let, It let's means just it's move. cooked. It's like it's a, when the little, it's, little it, red correct. dot pops up on the term, thir- turkey. Correct. Know? So we went in earlier. Oh, goodness. But they still kept our scheduled time. She was wheeled into the operating room at like 734, and Josephine was born at 756. And it was just it's been game on since. How is she doing? Because the, the problem with the C-section, it makes for a beautiful baby. Josephine's gorgeous. Correct. Wasn't squeezed coming out of Correct. the old uh, birth canal. But uh, it, it makes for a tougher recovery. Tougher recovery, but... But she's still she, crushing it. She got on her feet much more quickly than I expected. I would say like 36 hours up she was on and, her feet. And you'll be on your feet any day now, basically. Correct. And you'll be on your feet any day now. It is true that then the baby arrives and to actually... My dim recollection. Easier at the beginning than you think because they don't do much except for the uh, eating part. Correct. Which feels like it should be the most natural thing in the world. Oh, yeah, just latch on and away you not, go. Not the case. It, I, I, I think, a lot of effort. I think humans may have perished. if we. How did we ever figure this out? It is a lot of effort and crying and frustration and... Yes, lots of tears. It's the worst. Correct, but we have made steady Progress. improvement, yeah. and 
based on the schedule that all the the nurses were giving, my wife is either slightly a, ahead of schedule that's or right a, that's on what schedule. In life, is to exactly. be ahead of schedule all right, the time. We're staying in front of the chains. <laughs> the chains. We're not getting a third and long. Oh goodness. So, like, take last night. How much were you up last night? So last night we we fed her at eight p.m. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then tried to put we. her. <laughs> Correct. It was a team effort, totally, obviously. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, listen, Jeff, there's one thing I learned right. from football coaches. It's take credit for everything right. that you didn't do. Yeah. Um, then she got pretty fussy. So uh, so she I went s- to bed at 8? Or you should, you fed so her we fed her, her bed. woke her up, but fed her at 8. But did you stay at bed? You, you, you went to do No, we're on to, the couch. Like, okay, at this yeah. point, it's in yeah, the couch. Yeah. On the couch. Tried to put her back down. Didn't really have a ton of success, and I guess she was just still hungry. And so then we put her... We fed her again around, I don't know, 10.30, put her down, and my wife set an alarm for So did you go to 2:30. bed at this point? Correct. We both went to bed at this point. I have no recollection of what happened at 2.30. <laughs> I think my wife got up. Okay. So I you s- went to bed at 10.30. When did you next surface? Uh, then I next surfaced at about 6.30. Oh, that's pretty correct. good. Or so, bad, depending. Whatever. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it is something else, isn't it? It is. It is like... Just this, like, constant of, am I doing enough? Am I, you know, there's the part of, like, the whole guilt thing stems from, like, my wife is just doing everything imaginable. And a lot of times I feel like I'm home. And then you have, and you also feel like you're just sitting around with family there. The truth is, again, from my dim recollection, people take paternity leave or maternity leave. Paternity leave, particularly, let's be honest, the mother's needed. Paternity leave at the There's beginning. There's a reason they get more. Paternity leave at the beginning, but it feels like, I know people are shocked that you're back, and I am I think it's commendable that you're back and ridiculous that you did the college, the high school football game Friday. We'll get to that in a minute. But in a way, to take a few days and then come back and then take another two weeks in a few, like it sure. probably is the way to, to do it when it, it actually yeah. When it cranks up, the kid is awake more. Right. And then, then who knows? She might be heading back to work. Like, at some point, yes. you will be needed more than you are now, actually. Correct. And I'd like to have the option to do that. Well, it's, we'll talk to Dan. Yeah. I'm sure they'll make... Well, there's the a reason the why. Is, there's a reason. I was probably saying, like... There's a reason you came back earlier. Correct. We right. can get up you to can a get, month. Yes, exactly. Yes. So you reason you came. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and you did... Um, I have to say, I don't I don't keep a... Mm-hmm. I don't keep an absolutely... Uh, uh, eagle eye on mm-hmm. high school football anymore. But I did notice that last week your MUS Owls smashed Bartlett. Yes. And this week, you, you, you never, let's just, we're going to find this in college football too. You never know what the lessons are because you don't know about the opponent. You don't have the context. You don't, you don't know the like- context yet. But this week, Bartlett goes out and beats Lausanne. Correct, and and beat them pretty handedly. And then handedly. you all another shutout. And then uh, we knocked off Melrose thirty nine nothing. But again, that's like another difficult game because it was Jeff. God, was it hot on Friday? It was so hot. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was and, so hot. Hey, by the way, everybody, congratulations on not having a hundred degree day correct. today. Let us all celebrate in honor of nine oh one week. Let us all celebrate not having a hundred degree today. But anyway, so it was hot. Yeah. It was so it's it's hot, and then we obviously had way more depth than Melrose did in the first quarter. It was it was a pretty, pretty even. even battle, and then as as you could tell, as the play started mounting, like we really pulled away. <laughs> it was so hot. God, it, it was hot. It was it was it was so the hot. type of hot that your air conditioner just gave out. Like you know what I mean? Like we, I can't do anything here. Uh, anyway, today on the radio show, Jeffrey's back. That's the good news. The other good news is Fight Song Roundup is back. Okay, in, in abbreviated form, Fight Song Roundup is back. But Fight Song Roundup is back. We'll do that in the next segment when we will celebrate off of a pretty skimpy week zero weekend. We will celebrate a little bit of what needs to be celebrated. Then we have an interesting situation uh, because um, there is uh, there's uh, University of Memphis is having their press press availability today for football, as they normally do Monday week of game week, game week right? Whatever. But this week, they're also uh, uh, Bill Hargrave and Laird Veach are going to talk in advance of Ryan Silverfield talking. That's at 1045. So uh, 
even though I, I don't write about sports particularly anymore, I still talk about sports and I, uh, and I do write about some, some stuff. And, uh, so I thought I'd go see what the president has to say and what Laird Veach has to say. And so after the first hour, Jeffrey's going to host Chris Harrington and talk to Chris about, uh, Team USA, among other things. And then I'll rejoin the fray, hopefully, from the University of Memphis until the press availability begins. So that is the schedule today. We're going to have Fight Song Roundup coming up next. Then Chris Harrington uh, with Jeffrey. And then I will join you all from the campus of the University of Memphis. Want to talk about all of that in just a moment. Uh, There was some other news from the weekend, though, that I, uh, I I wanted to get to one. Uh, Hunter Goodman made his debut. That was nice to see. To see Hunter Goodman made his major league debut. Former Memphis Tiger, uh, former Arlington uh, baseball player, went two of four, scored the winning, what turned out to be the winning run, and made the game ending catch. I mean, so, other than that, how was your weekend? Other than that, how was your weekend? Like, I'm not saying he had a better week than you, Jeffrey, but that's a pretty good week, you know. Gave, Correct. Gave birth to, an, to mm-hmm. a, a major league career. Tonight, by the way, they play the Braves, so it's Austin Riley and Hunter Goodman uh, appearing together. So that was cool. Tony Barnhart tonight at the Touchdown, touchdown Club. That begins um, tonight. And uh, so if you want to go hear Mr. College Football, you can do that. There was... Uh, more shootings. Uh, we had the uh, South Mem- South Maine. There was a bizarre shooting, targeted shooting, that left one dead, but at different intersections. It bodies at different intersections on South Maine. Three different uh, people were shot, and of course the race, the uh, the hate shooting in Jacksonville. So that happened over the weekend, and is just another week in America. Uh, hateful stuff. And then Bob Barker died. Indeed. Did you watch? Oh, yes. My favorite game show of all time. So let me ask you this. So Bob Barker, I, there are those who didn't know he was still alive. and No, I, I do think that I was excuse, it, Saturday was like the reminder of if you would have been saying dead or alive, the game dead or that alive. That would have been yeah. a tough one with yes. Bob Barker. You wouldn't know on which to go there. Um, the obit in the New York Times, because what they do with famous people is they have obits banked, right? They They, sure. they know with fair certainty that the person is ultimately going to die. Correct. Right? That's a fairly well-established trend at this point, that the person will die. And so particularly for someone like Bob Barker, once he retires from The Price is Right, he's not going to – you're not going to have to update that obit much, right, unless he does something bizarre like, you know, get it on a a SpaceX flight to the moon or something, right? right? So um, (sighs) – The obit that was written by Bob Barker about Bob Barker in the New York Times was written by a Times writer who retired in 2006. That's how old the obit was and who died before Bob Barker. Correct. Died earlier this year, the New York Times. So that's this. A posthumous obit. Written by a guy who had, yes, preceded Bob Barker in death. Bob Barker makes it to 99. He, of course, started with Truth truth or Consequences. That was from 1956 to 1974. And then The Price is Right, he started in 1972 to 2007. So this is one where you're like, well, this was... it's no before your time because it get kept going through everybody's time. For like sure. I would say, well, that's before your time because I definitely remember in the seventies and eighties. But no, it, it was went still strong in the nineties. Weirdly enough, when the Prices Right debuted in nineteen seventy two, it was called the New Prices Right because there was briefly an old Prices Right, which is just called the Prices Right in the sixties mm-hmm. that did not have Bob the original Barker. reboot. So they brought it back as the new Prices Right, but then they quickly dropped the new. It just became the Prices Right. There was a primetime version briefly of it, but from seventy two to two thousand and seven. So thirty five years of the Price is Right. Why did we like the price? Like, I, every, I watched The Price is Right. Everyone watched The Price is Right. Now we have such unbelievably sophisticated entertainment, all the shows that are on Hulu and HBO and wherever else. Then it was just like, come on down. 
Three people guessing prices. Four. And four. Was it four? Oh, yeah. Four. Thank you, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Four people guessing I mean, prices. No How the hell were we so transfixed by that for 35 years? I think it was the simplicity of, for the most part, the guessing of prices is a fun thing to do because it was it wasn't like there were usually household items for like to get you to the We should all have some sense of Correct. oh yeah no no this is more than that. Correct. We're, we're all going to have an opinion on this. Correct. It's not actually not even like Jeopardy where you can make you feel stupid. Exactly. Here like like what's well, the that price dishwasher of is yes. more than right. Yes. Yeah, exactly right. So there was the guessing element that you got to play along. It was easy yeah, to play along to play at along. home. And then the games are fun and like watching you know, are they going to give away a car? Like, seeing what they're going to give away. Like, you had the anticipation, and then obviously the music was fantastic. The game show music. (laughs) Game show music was fantastic. Uh, Bob Barker and his beauties. I had totally forgotten that there was a little bit of a sex scandal in the midst of this. Did you remember that about Bob Barker? Yeah, I was always unclear of, like, how much of it was... How much of it was like malicious versus how much of it was? Well, it was it it was one. It was, I think it was only one it of was his one, one was, of his yes. beauties, and that's what they called Barker's mm-hmm. beauty. Bob's him. beauties, wasn't it? Bob's beauties. Yeah. One of his beauties, which is it was a different time. Yes, um, sued him, and he said, "Yes, we did. Uh, we did get it on, but it was consensual, and and she ultimately uh, withdrew her." lawsuit mm-hmm. and and he just kept on saying come on down like it didn't it didn't seem to have a and i had totally forgotten about it he also was a massive animal rights guy never never had kids yep you've now done something bob barker never, mm-hmm. never had kids uh was married to the same woman for many many years and she had died by Correct. the time he had this yep. alleged uh sex scandal um, he quit. He was MC of Miss Universe and Miss USA, but he quit those because they gave out uh, fur coats uh, to to the contestants or his prizes or whatever. And he he would not be aligned with fur coats. He started because he was like whatever. He was a he was a DJ, local sports guy like that. And the producer of Truth or Consequences heard him and said. I got to get that audible come chocolate. On, said, yes, come on mm-hmm. down. Yeah, and uh, and so there you go. Bob Barker does pass away. Okay. Um, in terms of Jeffrey, we'll get to college football here uh, in the next segment when we do the fight song roundup, and we'll mention a little bit of what's going on in the NFL uh, as well. In terms of today's events at the University of Memphis, you weren't here uh, last week when we talked about. Uh, the op-ed uh, that the president of the University of Memphis, Bill Hargrave, wrote in the CAA. Uh, and now he's following it up by talking about that today um, over at the University of Memphis. There is, by the way, um, some updates today. Pete Thamel has tweeted out that it seems like the ACC is on pace uh, to add Stanford Cal and SMU, they're doing that fun thing you get to do uh, when uh, when you add teams in certain uh, in certain circumstances. They're dividing up the money. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. They're they're just getting their heads together uh-huh. and they're dividing up the money. Not well, always not, easy, as we will, SMU's uh, not dividing up no, any no, no, money. No, no. SMU is mm-hmm. just saying mm-hmm. SMU is paying for friends. SMU is yes. let's be honest is doing what yes. you do when you're desperate. Correct. You've got a lot of money. They won in the best fraternity. SMU is paying for friends. Uh, and then the, the the current members of the ACC are debating what to do with the extra money that will be incoming from ESPN. So that's the news there. But uh, in the meantime, uh, Bill Hargrave wrote that uh, that this is like a class with never no end point, right? Like it's a class that I think does- they, didn't they use the example of like rolling admission? It, it's a the, by the way. Mm-hmm. How would you try tr- imagine this with your parents? You're heading off to college. You come home and you got let's be honest about it. This is where Memphis is. You got an F. Okay? Right? You got an F. And you can have all the reasons you want. All the other kids or whatever. Can you technically your, say you're trending towards you, an F? Like you have I don't know so if you got So far in the semester correct. got an F. Correct. And you have to tell them 
Listen, mom, mom dad. This is a there's class this great thing called point. withdraw passing. <laughs> no, no, that's and not so what I it get is. to I get to step out. No, that's not. This won't go on the on the record. The metaphor actually I'll is take the class at Memphis the this meta- summer. But the metaphor actually is is more, mom, dad. This is a class that never ends. I have an F right now. There's you no, understand. There's no real prospect that the F will become anything other than an F, but. There's maybe. a chance. But maybe. There's a chance. We'll see. Chime in next uh-huh. year. If these people leave the class, the curve then changes. Correct. It's an endless class. Yeah. The class never ends, Mom. I got too many so smart got, people in the class. I got an F now, but there's it's possible. And listen, I'm working on getting as many of my <laughs> idiot friends in this class so we can get that great. <laughs> right, we right, get the exactly. curve right towards our liking. So uh, what did you make of, and I, I don't know if you read it or heard the discussion about it, but mm. what did you make about what is going on and, and the effort now to, it's interesting. Listen, I don't, I'm not sure there's anything Memphis could have done this round, whatever else. It, it is very true that right now, just in terms of PR, they have a head football coach who isn't great at it. They have an athletic director who isn't great at it, and they have a president who's just sort of started, so he hasn't really embarked on it. Right. So from the conference realignment perspective, that email, that, 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 I, the, the, the reaction that I heard was too little too late. I don't know what you want him to say, though. Like, what do you, what do you want Bill Hargrave to say about, about conference realignment other than we're just going to keep doing the best we can and there's no end and we're, we're, you know, whatever. I'm sorry you're disappointed and we're disappointed too, but we continue to make strides. Well, what, what the hell is he supposed to say? So the first reaction that I had was kind of twofold, which is number one, and I, I don't mean this negatively. I, I meant this literally. <laughs> when you have to. Correct. Want, uh, yeah. Correct. Why now? Like what? You know what I mean? Like what is the what is the reasoning? Well, there's, there's an answer to that. That's a very clear. Answer. What's the reasoning for that? And then the second kind of question I have is, okay, what is the message? And it seems like the message that they're trying to convey is stick with us. Is that? Do you think I'm reading that, interpreting that correctly? Well, my sense, I think you have put your finger on it. Like why now? And the and the and the easy why now would be. It's the start of a new football season. Right? Sure. It, it's the start of a new football season. They understand people are demoralized. Things aren't going well. They haven't gone that well on the field, let's be honest. And then off the field, all you see is other schools getting invited. And so let's, at the, as we start a new football season, given the conversations that are happening out there, let's address the disappointment, the issue, and rally people behind us. Right? Yes. That would be the first why now. But as I said yesterday, I don't think that's the real why now. I think the real why now is in the two paragraphs buried in the op-ed about the stadium. Because what will happen in the next month, two, month and a half, what will happen is that if the University of Memphis wants to start redoing the stadium at the end of the football season, they got to get the money lined up. They got to get the people lined up. They got to, they got to get going. Right. And so in the next month or month and a half, the th- only thing that will happen, nothing's going to happen on conference realignment. The only thing that will happen is there may well be, in fact, probably will be a decision made about how to divide up the $350 million from the state. And so, it doesn't behoove them to say, hey, we're screwed in conference realignment. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. We got no shot. Uh, what they're saying is this is as important as ever. We really got to make sure that that $200 million comes our way. And I think that's why they wrote it. Is to, it, is, it is part of a concerted lobbying effort to make sure that the University of Memphis gets $200 million. And as I said last week, I think there's two possibilities. One possibility is, is sometimes in the next month, month and a half, whatever, we hear about a deal between the University of Memphis, the city, and the Grizzlies, and everybody is reasonably happy. The Grizzlies are going to sign a new 30-year lease. 
The Tigers are going to get to work on their stadium. Uh, the city has brought in this money. The mayor can uh, do a victory lap, and everyone is going to be happy. The other alternative is they go ahead without an agreement with the Grizzlies and give the money to the University of Memphis that they want and say, we'll figure out the Grizzlies later. And if that happens, the first one, plot it's all around. The second one would have the potential, it strikes me, to be catastrophic, irresponsible, and reckless. You cannot decide to give $200 million to the University of Memphis unless you know how you're financing the Grizzlies. Because let's be clear here, as someone who has supported the University of Memphis for decades, who wants great things for the University of Memphis, who would love nothing better than to see them in a Power 5 conference or whatever the hell we're calling it now, in an improved situation. The idea that you would choose the University of Memphis football team over an NBA team is crazy. Crazy. And you would, this could, you could look back on this in the same way that people once now look back on the decision to not build a new football stadium for an NFL team. Why did we do that? We could have had, like, that. You, what idiots were we? Well, I think it'd even be worse than that because at least, at least in that situation, like you didn't have the team. Right. Now, yeah, here, yes. Here you have the team. Correct. And you would piss them off with all due respect when there's not even a real prospect of getting into a power conference? Again, my hope is, is that everybody's happy because I want success for everybody. But you simply can't proceed with one until you have an agreement on the other unless you're basically saying, I don't care if we kiss off the Grizzlies. Now, it, it doesn't mean you would. Like, there is a real potential that you could figure it out later, right? That you could, like, we'll figure out the financing on the Grizzlies later. It's not till 2029 that the lease ends. But you have a chance here to have a 30-year lease and lock them up. You've got the money right there, and you're going to say, no, I'm going to give it to the Tigers instead? Am I, am crazy. I Am I also being, like, I, I can accept that perhaps someone has more information. But this feels like a situation where you better show your work. Like this idea that, well, we'll figure that out. We'll, uh, again, we'll, and I, it's very, I, I, I am open to this as well. Correct. Like I, my, I, I'm not only open to it, I'm hopeful. What I'm hopeful of is that, hey, we got them both figured out. We got this one figured out, and we got that one figured out. And there's plenty for it. It's a, a little creative financing, but we can get both of these things done. But if so, there's no reason that they can't, when they announce one, announce both. Exactly. If it's that nailed down, Correct. if you know you have both done, there's no reason you can't announce both simultaneously. And if you can't announce both simultaneously, the second one isn't done. And if the second one isn't done, there's a chance it, whatever, whatever percentile it is, a chance it won't be done, and that is not a chance worth taking. Correct, because, and again, I could be, I could be wrong. But the sense and the feeling that I get is not necessarily, listen, we've got them both figured out. We, here's how we're going to do it. Right. We're give, we're do, th this money goes that now. Would, that would be great. Correct. I don't get the sense that that's the case. I get the sense that it's like, well, we're going to do this, and then we'll figure that one out later. And it's like, And that is, who would be boy. freaking reckless. Yes. <laughs> it's just honestly borderline crazy. I, yeah, I, 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 I said I, Friday. It's insane. If they were to do that, again, correct. I'm not saying they're going to do that either. I'm no, just if that I want to take out the position correct. that that would be nuts. <sighs> All right, we'll see. We'll see what they have to say uh, over there. And of course, they won't talk about today. Bill Hargrave and Laird Veach aren't going to talk about the Grizzlies. Like that's not up to them, right? They're they're. Here's the other thing I want to say about. It. In the end, yes. 
two years ago, what was it? Two years ago, a year and a half ago, when they decided whether they're going to build an on-campus stadium or build the Liberty Bowl, they made their elaborate presentation. They did whatever it is. Remember whatever that was, right? It was, uh, I think it was May of last year. So, I don't know, 15 months ago, 16 months ago. And uh, all the pros and cons, blah, 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 blah. Here's what they picked. They picked the one where they don't have to spend a penny. Correct. And so they are beholden, but like, like, with all due respect, like if people care about this program, why can't you go raise fifty million bucks? I mean, I guess the argument would be is they've never done it before, right? Then, I mean that that's part of the problem. That does that does happen. Yes. It does happen whether it's at Houston or whether it's at UCF or yes. whether it's at Cincinnati or whether it's at S, certainly at SMU. Yeah. Well, I mean, like take again. They haven't started construction, but USF is USF's doing their own thing. And there's, but I looked into this at one point. It's not like like UCF has gotten public money. I have no objection to yes. public money going into that project right. at all. It's a city stadium. None. I'm just saying, in terms of priorities, right now here we are. It's pretty clear which one. But it, for the city of Orlando, it wasn't build UCF a stadium or lose the magic. Or right, right. Or set yourself or, or up possibility. To, correct. Create a path to lose the magic. All right, we'll do the fight song roundup when we return. Chris Harrington's going to join the show straight up at ten o'clock. If you're selling your house, call Josh Heisaw and his team over at Collier Williams nine zero one four six one eight one four seven. I'll slow that down nine zero one four six one eight one four seven, or check him out at joshsellsthemidsouth.com. Josh Heisaw. Um, we'll meet with you. He's got all kinds of things. Like, I'm, I, 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 I don't know why I like the idea that there's, uh, he'll let you out of the contract anytime you can fire him by text because you're not going to want to fire him. But it's just like, it shows the confidence. It shows like the confidence that he has. Here's the other thing. You list your house, you put it on the market. If it doesn't sell within 45 days, he will either step in and make the mortgage payment until it sells or he will buy it himself you know that is a different sort of realtor when he is that confident that he can produce that kind of results for you. And by the way, it gives you the peace of mind of knowing your house will be uh, off your hands or at least the payments for uh, w- within 45 days. You can check them out. They, uh, if you look over at the Google reviews, more than 285-star Google reviews. Again, it's Josh Heisaw, 901-461-8147, joshsellsthemidsouth.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Ryan Horvath with BetQL. Take a look at Jahan Dotson this season to go over 50 and a half receptions over at BetMGM. Last year for the Washington Commanders in his final five games as a rookie, he averaged 4.2 receptions, and that was in a run-first offense. Now in comes Eric Bieniemy. OC from the Kansas City Chiefs, and even if he only averages four per game, he would only need to play 13 games to hit that over. I'm Ryan Horvath. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Lowe's knows how to save pros time and money. Right now, get 10% off select in-stock Trex Enhanced Naturals composite decking. And there's more. Now through September 1st, earn three times the bonus points per dollar on select pass load, nailers, and nails. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Trex offer valid 824 through 96. Selection varies by location. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Valid through 9-1. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. 
The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code JOY at checkout. That's harrys.com, code JOY. Enjoy! Make this the summer sales event is still going strong at Gossett Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat on the Pike. Get ready to ride in your new 2023 Dodge Charger SXT. We Gossett $29,990 or $425 a month. Got some hauling to do? We Gossett covered in 2023 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Tradesman 4x4, $39,900 or $579 a month. Or how about some employee pricing from Gossett on all Jeep Gladiators? 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport four-door, four-by-four, now just six sixty-nine a month. And if we don't have it, Gossett can order it today. So drive past the rest and come to the best at Gossett on the Pike or shop online at GossettMotorCars.net. If you want it, we Gossett at Gossett Motorcars. All 3500 down, Charger PH 508 MSRP 35930, Ram PN671-333, MSRP 4890, Jeep PL561-602, MSRP 54-655. Must finance through Chrysler Capital, includes all rebates and incentives. PS695 excludes tax island license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through end of the month, dealer stock only. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Matty Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're into the first week of college football season, so let's put together a parlay for Thursday night. Number 14, Utah is hosting Florida, looking for payback after losing to the Gators last year. The Utes are down to a third-string QB with Cam Rising recovering from a knee injury, but Florida's had a lot of turnover. Anthony Richardson is in the pros with Indy. Take Utah. I expect Matt Rule to struggle in year one at Nebraska. The Cornhuskers a seven-and-a-half-point dog at Minnesota. Gophers should win by double digits. And UConn hosting NC State. Huskies are a big dog, 15-and-a-half points, and NC State is replacing its starting QB. Take UConn, Minnesota, and Utah. That parlay pays over 6-1. to one. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Are you looking for homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 19... 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. 867-SAVE. 867-7283. On the web, rookinsurance.com. Regents Bank presents Live at the Garden 2023 at the Memphis Botanic Garden. Friday, September 8th, Live at the Garden welcomes Train. Don't miss Train, live at the Garden. With special guest Parmalee, tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Visit liveatthegarden.com. Also presented by South State Duncan Williams, AutoZone, True Green, Gossip Motors, The Lily Company, Pro Show, and Mahaffey Events. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you know that these days, generating growth is a challenge. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll not just stay ahead of the curve, you'll move it. With access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023 Bank of America N.A. Summer's heating things up outside and on the grill. 
Whether you're smoking a brisket or grilling up veggies, Kingsford Original Charcoal delivers the consistent performance and smoky wood-fired flavor barbecuers crave. <laughs> Kingsford Original lights faster and has a long burn time, giving you the ultimate grilling experience. So grab a bag of Kingsford Original Charcoal. Kingsford.com. Kingsford Original Charcoal lights faster and delivers consistent performance compared to nationally available charcoal in the USA. This is Upper Hand Fantasy. What about J.K. Dobbins? I think he's going to be the breakout running back of 2023. I love the fact that he's a year removed from a bad injury. I love his price at the 4-5 turn. I'm happy with him as my RB2, but I do think he has RB1 upside, man. I think he is a dark horse candidate to lead the league in rushing. I think he has a talent. He has a great offensive line. He's averaging 5.9 yards per carry so far over his career. Upper Hand Fantasy, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. If you've got memorabilia and you framed, you know who to call at this point, who to contact at this point. It's Frame Corner of Memphis. Framecornermemphis.com located at 5035 Park Avenue. You just got to have stuff hanging around. Tickets, programs, photos. They're going to da- gather dust, disintegrate, and be lost to all time. You could have them you could, you could have them as keepsakes. You could have them on your wall. Give them to your kids. Remember those moments that mean so much. They do spectacular custom framing at Frame Corner. Again, it's framecornermemphis.com, 5035 Park Avenue. Jeffrey, it is that time again. Listen, it's kind of an abbreviated version of this, but let's grab every chance we've got. Let's do the fight song roundup. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. Because I still got a lot of fight left in me. Scene in Dublin, Jeffrey. Didn't you like the great scene? scene? It was a great scene. Pete Pranica was over there. One of my dad's friends and him and his wife went. It was like a bucket list item for them. That, that seems like a pretty good Honestly, bucket list like, trip. I like seeing people just walk to the stadium. Yes. Well, like the scenes in the streets of yeah, Dublin with the exactly. marching band. I was like, give me Fantastic. all of those. I wanted an alternate broadcast. Now, when the game started, it was not even competitive for a moment. No, you could tell when the line of scrimmage was moving like four <laughs> yards every Not single time. Not even yeah. for a moment. So if you were, if you had this itch for college football, it didn't go a long way to. It, it was tough because it. it was the only. It was the only game. It was a standalone game. Notre Dame looked good. Who's to know? We talked about this earlier. Touchdowns their first. No punts. One penalty. Touchdowns their first. Five drives. That seems good. I think if you're if you're someone that wants to believe that Notre Dame is good, I think the spin zone would be this. You saw just how bad your quarterback play was last year. Because Sam Hartman was good, but he wasn't like he was it wasn't like he was doing things that you're sitting there going, I've never seen him do this. 19 of 23, 251 yards and four touchdowns. And he was just solid. And you realize like he's 24 years old. He's correct. A, he's a pro. He's he's 24. He is extremely experienced, and you just saw his ability to just make simple throws. One of the interesting things to me is, well, I was looking at someone's list of like NFL prospects in uh, over at the Athletic in senior quarterbacks, just senior quarterbacks. He's 11th, right? And they talk about him like he was correct. You know, well, the problem the, the problem the that Hartman's had, and the, the reason land. why the reason why he's, he's been had, in this weird offense. Yes, correct. And everyone's like, well, we don't we don't know what he is. We don't know what he is, and so. He goes to Notre Dame to prove that, like, I don't have to answer all these all questions. all the sense in the world yes. for him to be there, and he looked good. Um, uh, as for Navy, I have no idea. I think they might be bad, bad. I think they could be really bad, bad. Obviously, it was a new- terrible matchup in general, but they could be bad. You, could, you, you know, you, 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 3-0 start for the University of Memphis Tigers? It 
it's now trending to, like, I want to see Navy against a team that is not just so physically superior to them. Because Navy has this problem. They've always had an issue, like, you got to go serve afterwards, right? right? Some people don't want to go serve. A lot of people don't want to go well, serve. And like, there's an academic component. Like, and there's an academic it, component, and there's a, it's, it's tough. Yes. It's, it's, it's a rigorous, demanding life. Not for everybody. Admirable for those who choose it. Yes. But then on top of it, now you got the NIL, the yes. transfer portal, everything else, and they're not participants in that. Correct. So it makes it that much harder for them. But yes, I think they could really be bad. They came out in a different formation, and in fact, two of their first three runs... Double-digit yards. Uh, I've, After that, in the next, I think, 43 carries, they had one more of double-digit yards. Yeah, I've dubbed this, we're officially in the existential era of college football. When Navy's running tempo, I I don't know what, we're, what I'm watching anymore. Like, it's one thing to have, you know, Rutgers and Oregon be in the, right. same, in the same conference. When I watch Navy run tempo, I'm officially at the point where it's like, this sport doesn't make sense to me anymore. All right, so... Uh, if you're an uh, Irish fan and we have some loyal Irish listeners, you can dream. Forty-two oh, to three. I, I think you can think about the ceiling. Yep. Yeah. You should. You should. Might as well have fun. You have a legitimate quarterback. Who's next? I, I'll be honest. I was on the fence whether to do the fight song roundup today, given the meager weekend that we had. But then when you see the chance to fight, see the back-to-back play these fight songs, how do I pass up, pass up that, right? It's the responsible thing to do. It's only, the only responsible thing to do. <clears throat> and, uh, oh, let me ask you this. Here you go. Let me ask you a very simple question. Are you more excited if you're a Notre Dame fan or are you if you're a USC fan? I think I'm more excited if I'm a Notre Dame fan because the thing that plagued me last year might be fixed. Correct. And, and if the, you're USC, <laughs> right. it looks like the same you thing. Might not be fixed. Correct. The same, the same problem we had last year could indeed be the same problem we have yet again. Former Memphis Tiger with a touchdown catch in that one. Caleb Williams looked good. <clears throat> I thought that's the thing. I thought Caleb looked fine, and then you look up that and you one, see that one pass. Oh my gosh, oh, unbelievable! Just ridiculous. Uh, the branch kid looks very fast. <laughs> Zachariah Branch, 96-yard yeah. kickoff return, 232 he, total he looks yards. Very, he, yes, very fast. He's a blur. Uh, Caleb Williams, 18 of 25, 278 yards, four touchdowns. More likely, Jeffrey, this was the question of last week. You weren't here to answer it. More likely, Caleb Williams repeats or Georgia repeats? I think I'm going to say Georgia repeats just because of schedule and whatnot. Like, Things broke for Caleb Williams to win the Heisman last year. At the same time, it's like, wouldn't you have thought like, you, Bryce you Young would have had a good chance last year? You like, have, if you would have, okay, if it's, I'm giving you free shot. Someone other than Caleb Williams, who you put your money on? So I don't think Drake may. No, they're not going to be because good you have to basically be a playoff type team. Um, you could you could talk me into Carson Beck getting back to the good old days of whoever best, the quarterback right, is the on best the best team. team. Um, it's, it's, thing, but it's not, one of those ones where though, I would just want the field. Of course you'd want the field, but I wonder, is there any other particularly compelling? Whoever ends up being Ohio State's quarterback? Right. That's the thing. You could the also quarterbacks make, at the other great teams. Marvin aren't. Harrison Jr.? Uh, the problem with USC, again, is 56-28 over San Jose State. The problem with USC is they gave up uh, nearly 400 yards and seven yards a carry. San Jose State is not Ohio State. Quinn, Quinn Ewers? Quinn Ewers, I could see that. But that also depends on trusting Texas. Um, the sexy pick right now is Jordan Travis with Norvell's team. Um, People like Norvell's team. Offensive line is deep. Got about a million starts returning between them. Oregon's running the campaign with Bo Nix. Got Jared Verse, who's a top 10 pass rusher, top 10 pick. Mm -hmm. Bo Nix is interesting. That's the other thing. Like, he's been in college football for 17 years now. Correct. Um, All right. Anyway, uh, so shout out to USC. What's next? I, I would have protested this one. I know. 
they really don't deserve it. I could have blown them up just as well. This was a disaster. This was not what they needed. Disastrous win. It was a bad win. There may be no bad wins, but this was a bad win. Vandy beats Hawaii, 35-28. to 28. Uh, Listen, if you weren't... Uh, we'll leave aside the fact that they played in an unfinished mm-hmm. stadium. Here's the thing, and this is partly why, if you're Memphis, you could get just enraged that you're on the outside. Vandy, Power 5 school, mm-hmm. official attendance, 21,407. More like, certainly fewer than 20,000 in that for the opener. Oh, for sure. Way I mean, I don't there. even think it went like halfway up. Joe like, Rex yeah. Road said 17,000, but that may be optimistic. Um, and there they are. And listen, a year ago, 63 to 10 over Hawaii. Mm-hmm. On this the island. Year, on the island. This year, a Hawaii team that is obviously reeling from the tragedies on the island. Has to fly all the way to Nashville, and uh, it makes a game of it. If you want to be optimistic, like AJ Swan's good, don't you think he's good? Yeah, uh, he's competent. He's competent. He had two bad, two picks. He had two two really bad picks. Like they they shot themselves in the foot. This game should have been a blowout, and it wasn't. The thing that I would be more concerned about defense. is exactly. Like, on the other hand, maybe here's context. We don't know. Maybe Hawaii's, Hawaii's could be getting better. better. Yes. Right. Like they're they're getting into the second year of getting back to the offense that Timmy Chang wants to run. And got a was quarterback who's looking 20, way 27 more of 34, 351 yards, and three touchdowns. So Correct. is that because Hawaii's better or because Vandy's defense was a disaster? Um, they got the kickoff return for a touchdown. Yeah, but like, to my thing is like, I was expecting Vanderbilt to be able to run the football, and they couldn't. No. Like Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's supposed to be better on both fronts, and they averaged 2.8 yards per rush sack adjustments. Like throw out the, you know, sacks aren't counting. I thought they'd be able to run the ball. Well, we play it because we don't know how many times we're going to be able to, Jeffrey. Let's be honest. That's the other reason. Coming into this year, I thought we'd be able to play it more than we did last year, but I'm not. Now I'm not skeptical. certain about that. All right. All right. Who's we had to find this one. I had to go this get this a, one this, this morning. This is a new one. This is a new one, ladies and gentlemen. But this is the best. This is the best story, right? Oh, for sure. The, the weekend? weekend? Yes. UMass. Or as Cal used to say, Mass. Mm-hmm. Ends their 24-game road losing streak. Last year, UMass was 1-11. Last four years, three and thirty-seven. <laughs> it's incredible. I think it's the first time since 1986 that they've won an O. 1984. Four. Sorry. Well, I mean, it, it, it's the first time since 1984 that they won't beat an FBS team on the road. Yeah. Uh, on, not even on the road, as in the opener. Yeah. So they may have beaten someone to whatever. Sure. From, you know, on the opener for you, but the first time. Since they have beaten a an FBS team to open since 1984, as they beat New Mexico State 41 to 30. Game that was held up because of a drone when it was tied at seven. Of course, all. everyone knew drone yes. delay. Mm-hmm. It was a drone delay. By the way, 41 points. Uh, they hadn't scored 41 points since, since 2018. Well, there was 48 points like. in the in the fourth quarter alone. That's true. If you had the under, I feel so sorry for you. Um, but here's what UMass did. They've got this. The, so the head coach is Don Brown. Correct. He's 68. Former Michigan defensive coordinator. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he had been a defensive coordinator at Arizona. Yeah. He goes to UMass because he. He wants to, he only spent one year as defensive coordinator in Arizona. He goes to UMass because he wants to be a head coach again. Yep. Right? And he brings eight players. Eight players from Arizona with him. No, the thing that stood out to me in this game was, and again, you have to use the New Mexico State context. UMass, when you typically watch them, you're like, they those kids weren't good in high school. They had guys that looked like legitimate D1 football players. Right. And, that, and that's, that's an improvement. Yeah. Yes. Including their quarterback. So that's fun. 
Like it's oh, fun to get oh, something. You mean Dollar Store DJU? Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a seven-point underdog in that game. Come back and they win 41 to 30. Okay, so typically in the fight song roundup, we celebrate five teams and we blow up one. We're not gonna, we're not gonna blow up anybody this week. It's unkind. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's be honest, we had a stretch to celebrate Vandy. Yes. You can't blow up a team that wins. Even I, even as much as I would, as much as I would fight that, you can't. I think that's right. Uh, how excited are you for uh, the start? Yeah, do you have any others you want to play? Let's just, do we have, do you have some fight songs we can roll through here real quick just to get them Maybe dusted off? Maybe a little off. medley just let's to get us a, ready for the let's week? Let's do a medley. Get us ready for the week. Here we go. I'll be honest, the Bethune-Cookman game is not my game of the weekend. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Friday. Won't be game of the weekend. Not. But it's game week, y'all. It is game week. You get to be out there in Tiger Lane. Sidelines are always good, Jeffrey. Always great sidelines, Jeff. Everyone knows good. this. We don't worry about the concourses. We worry about the sidelines. It's all about it's all about your seat in the stadium. And there's still plenty of good ones left. Do you have a favorite game of the local teams, Jeffrey, this weekend? Let's see. It's not really it's not a great schedule. No, it's, not. it's not a great slate. I, I got to be honest. Arkansas, Western Carolina is not really doing anything <laughs> for me. I don't mind opening. With I don't a mind. I don't. I, I think a cupcake week three is an insult. Is a pain in the yeah. Head. No, like, it, I, I'm fine if you want to do the week one. It's actually why when you ask me, I'm actually looking more forward to week two. The best game this weekend is the Sunday night game, right. LSU and Florida State. But huge week huge. two. I think. I mean, we, Alabama, Texas. I think is going to be an awesome football game. I don't know how fired up are you for Mississippi State and Selah. Zach Arnett era begins. It's it's kind of tough to talk yourself into it. No, I I think I, like I said, I think week one you talk yourself into going to football again, getting, your old get, getting back in your routine, getting the wings going exactly. on the grill, being there for all of the chaos of college football and all the. In the end, you, you've said that a million times. Saturdays are great. Correct. Game days what we live for. And game days are great, even if it's uh, mm-hmm. even if it's a less than stout opponent. This is at least a good Jersey game. Tennessee UVA. Well, on paper, like that's at least a name. It's a Jersey game. Yeah. If you're a Tennessee fan, you hope this isn't a game. Do you? Uh, do you like the UVA logo? The V with the, the muskets I like, underneath? I kind of like it. Yeah, it's fine. kind of like it. I, I like their color scheme, but their football program's pretty bad. Turns out the Clemson, like, coaching tree, whatnot, not for me. And then we have, I know, Jeff, I know you're excited to get down to Oxford to go watch the Mercer game. All right, there you go. We will uh, be playing those songs for real. A week from today. A week from today. Just got to get them dust off. Make sure they're on, make sure they're, they're on the it's week shelf. Week zero for us, too. It's week zero for us. Make sure they're on the shelf and ready to uh, play. Oh, uh, NFL season, by the way. What did you... Uh, what do you think of Trey Lance getting dealt to the... What do you think of where he landed? I don't think it's a great place for him to have landed. Yeah. Because he's not going to get it... Like, here was his problem in San Francisco. Not going to get any reps. Like, whatever. Not going like, to play, yeah. Not going to play. Here's his problem in Dallas. Not going to play. Like, everyone, I, I saw <clears throat> in the locker room, they're like, hey, we're happy for Trey. It's a great situation that he's going to. No, it's not. 
but I mean, is there going to be a great situation? No, for him? but a great situation would be a place that <laughs> where where there's a veteran quarterback who could stink, who you would ultimately who you would play in front of, right? Yeah, but the contract with Dak's a little weird. Like he is like not super cuttable, but he is cuttable if he doesn't have like a great year. Yes, after this year, and Correct. I guess you could just say you're going to sit this year and, and sure. Just, but um, I don't know. I don't know if that there is a perfect place. Like, would if would would Tampa have been better, or would uh, Arizona have been better, or would I mean look at just think of places where they are playing stopgap. Yeah, quarterbacks. Would those places? have been better because there's a chance he could get on the field this year. I made the comparison. It's weird that it's a lot like out in the Bay Area, we saw James Wiseman drafted high. Yep. And and not – well, he, from the from the Warriors' perspective, he busted. It's just true. Yeah. And, and, and then we saw Trey Lance in the Bay Area drafted high. And both the real – the other – in addition to their lack of performance, the other problem was they were on good teams and so couldn't be – they couldn't just 